Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our world tends to judge things in a very easy and straightforward way. Often, it seems to me, a very surface and superficial way. And so, blessed is the man to whom nothing bad happens, who attains the desires of his heart, and to whom life is good, who does not struggle to make ends meet, and who others look up to and want to be like. Not necessarily rich, but comfortable. Not necessarily religious, but kind and generous. And the opposite then is true. Woe to the man to whom bad happens, for whom life is a struggle, for whom the desires of his heart remain far away, who is heaped with one misfortune after another, who is burdened with sadness and looked upon with pity, who no one wants to be like. But it's not just the world that thinks that way. We do it too. For even as I was speaking these words describing those people, I'm sure you formed a mental picture in your mind of who I was talking about, of who is blessed and for whom life is woe. We think we know. We think... We can judge such things. Today, Jesus reminds us, not so fast. Or, as the old saying goes, don't judge a book by its cover. Blessings and woes may not be what you think. Actually, our world sometimes figures this out, even if it's for only a short time. Like when those we think are so richly blessed commit suicide. Or spend their lives in an unending quest for something they cannot obtain. They look blessed, but have an emptiness they cannot fill. Or, on the other side, when those we think should be sitting in dust and ashes saying, Woe is me! actually consider themselves blessed. Like victims of natural disasters. Or those who have lost everything in a fire. Or a person in a hospital battling disease. Often come out with such a statement of how blessed they are. At such moments we realize that blessing and woe is more than skin deep is more than what we see. It's more than what we think. Events such as these, that don't seem to make much sense, or fit into our nice little well-defined world, and how it should be, cause us to re-evaluate. Which is good. Which is what Jesus' words for today would have us do as well. 
reorient, reevaluate, rethink. Where is your life? Where are you going? And why? It's interesting to think about the scene in Galilee that day as Jews and Greeks alike had come to hear Jesus and be healed by him. Jesus lifts up his eyes and sees people in all kinds of conditions and places of life. And he speaks of blessings and woes. But who is blessed? And to whom is woe? Careful, again, if you think you know. Were the poor and hungry and sad now blessed because they had been healed? Or was Jesus now warning them of the woes that often come to those who think they are blessed? Or what about those to whom the woes applied? Were they all of the people most to be pitied? Or perhaps because they had come out to see Jesus. Did they turn to him and receive blessing? Recognizing their need, their true poverty, or the life they had spent in a quest for something they could not obtain. Don't judge a book by its cover. And don't judge your life by its cover either. And the prophet Jeremiah can actually help us understand this. Perhaps Jesus had the words of Jeremiah that we heard today in mind when he spoke to the crowd in Galilee that day. He did know his Old Testament pretty well. He spoke it through the prophets after all. and was quite fond of quoting it. So what does Jeremiah say? Of blessings and woes. Cursed is the man who trusts in man. And makes flesh his strength. Whose heart turns away from the Lord. Blessed is the man. Who trusts in the Lord. Whose trust is the Lord. Or perhaps we could paraphrase it this way. Blessed is the man. Whose faith lies not in what happens to him, but in what happened to Christ. For such faith is neither captivated nor distressed by the things of this world, and does not judge by that standard. But faith focused on the cross of Christ and what happened to our Savior there, receives the promises and blessings won by Jesus for us there. Such faith is like Jeremiah's tree planted by streams of water that come times of green and plenty when life is good or times of drought and want when each breath of life is a struggle and strain. Either way, is nevertheless well watered and fed by Christ. The unseen but deep roots of faith connected to Christ, strengthening and sustaining. 
Such a man or woman is truly blessed. Though what is seen and on the surface may seem exactly the opposite. And you have been so blessed. Don't judge your faith or life by how it feels to you. Or what you think it is or should be. And don't trust what you can or cannot do, or what you have or have not done, or what you have or have not gotten or achieved. Trust the word of the Lord, who says, Blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord, in what he has done. In the Lord who created you and then redeemed you and now sanctifies you. The Lord who became man and entered the wilderness of sin for you and took your sin upon himself. The Lord Jesus who then entered death for you. That in his resurrection he might render death powerless. The Lord who did not pull you up by the roots and throw you into the fire because of your sin as you deserved. But who put out the flames in holy baptism. His water, which gives you the faith you need for this life. The faith that connects you to him. That drinks of his forgiveness and life. That endures both times of blessing and times of woe. Strong in him. And so, blessed are you is a statement of faith, not of sight. And therefore, a statement of the cross. A statement that cannot be proven or deduced, but can only be believed. But that doesn't make it weak or uncertain, but in fact, exactly the opposite. That's what makes it so secure. Because it is rooted and grounded, not in anything of this world, which comes and goes and changes so fast, including definitions of what it means to be blessed, but is instead rooted in the death and resurrection of Christ. The death and resurrection of Christ that has reconciled us to the Father and the Father to us. The death and resurrection of Christ that has given us a new life and provided all that we need. And so, yes, blessed are you who are poor with nothing to hold on to but Christ. For yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied, filled with Christ's own body and blood. Blessed are you who weep now in repentance, for you shall laugh in the joy of forgiveness forever. And blessed are you when people hate you and exclude you and revile you on account of the Son of Man. When they see Christ in you. Christ, your life and salvation. Christ, your forgiveness and love. Christ, the first fruits of those who have risen from the dead. Christ, the tree of life who gives life to us trees that we may live and produce fruit.
the fruits of faith and good works, in season and out of season, in times of plenty and times of drought, not relying on what we see, but trusting in his word. Blessings and woes may not be what you think they are. So arise, shine, for your light has come. Your epiphany, like today, shining on who is blessed. He is. And he who is blessed says to you, blessed are you. And his word makes it so. And so it is. Blessed are you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.